Good morning. Oh, that was okay, but I think we can do better. Good morning. Yeah, wow, awesome. This is amazing. Can, can everybody hear me all the way back in the back? Chandler family? No, they cannot hear me. Okay. I'm, I might need to switch mics, Doug. What do you think? Like, should I use the handheld? No, is that better? How about now, back there in the back? So-so, I got a thumbs up and a so-so. Okay, thumbs up. Okay, I think we're all right. I will talk loudly. I am a pastor. I got a big mouth, so I'll, I'll do the best I can. Well, we're celebrating our first service at our new facility. What do you think? Huh? We just refinished the front, so we're really excited about that. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, um, we have a lot of work to do. So uh, just to let you know, we are doing some um, tours today. Uh, Frank Hammer, Josh Martin will be walking people through the facility there in the building team. They can answer any questions that you have. Just to let you know, we have not done anything yet to the building. So uh, there's pictures in there, and they can answer any questions you might have about layout. There's blueprints in there and all kinds of stuff. So um, we're excited about that. Uh, when I'm finished up uh, sharing this morning, we're going to have lunch together. Um, up in Smoke is over there. Swinson's is going to be over there. And this is a tailgate party, so we've got grills going and people have brought food. So we're just going to have a good time as a, a church family together. Well, um, we've been going through the book of 1 Corinthians. And we've been talking about unity. And it's been an amazing series so far, really for me. Um, I love how Paul has put together so many uh, really practical things uh, for the church that was in Corinth. And, and as we've looked at those practical things, what we found is they're really practical things for the church in North Canton, <laughs> for the Mission View Church. And so it's just been a really great, uh, great time to go through First Corinthians. But today, I wanted to take uh, time away from that series, and I want to share with you three really, really important things about Mission View Church. Purpose, mission, and vision. Three things, three simple things we're going to work through here really quickly. Purpose, mission, and vision. Let's pray before we jump into God's word this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can gather today here on a beautiful day. Uh, we thank you that we can focus our minds and our hearts together on your word and what you have called us to do, what our purpose is, what our mission is, and what our vision is. God, I pray that you would use me this morning, that you would soften our hearts to receive the truths of your word, that we would be encouraged, that we would be challenged, and that we'd be motivated to make a difference in this world for your kingdom. We surrender our lives, we submit our wills, and we ask that you would have your way in and through our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and open up with me to Matthew chapter 22. Matthew 22. I'll give you a second to get there on your iPhone or iPad or whatever it may be. Or if you're old school like me today, your, your actual paper Bible. I'm going to start in verse 34 of chapter 22 of Matthew. It says this, But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, now this is Jesus answering, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law 
and the prophets. This is known as the great commandment. So our purpose, Mission View Church, is simply this. We are to love God and love others. That is our purpose. Love God and love others. Now our mission goes right along with that. Our mission is to make disciples. Now disciples are people who have intimacy with God, community with others, and influence in their world. And we get this idea, this missional idea, directly from Jesus as well. If you just flip over a couple more pages in your Bible to Matthew chapter 28, starting in verse 18, Jesus says this, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So our mission is simply this, to make disciples. You know, Jesus here, before he ascended into heaven, this is what he shared. This was his final words for us. His final words for the church was this, go therefore and make disciples. We have one job, one job, church. What is it? Make disciples. When, when, when God calls us home or Jesus comes back, and from our culture today, that may be sooner than we think. But in that time, at that last moment, we had one job, one thing that Jesus is going to talk to us about and look at our lives. Did we spend it making disciples, sharing the truths of his word, going after the lost? What that means for us as Mission View Church is this. Everyone has a mission. Every single person has a mission. You are not here on accident. You're not here by happenstance. Jesus has brought you to Mission View Church for a purpose and for a reason. He has gifted you specifically to use your gifts right here in this church family for his glory, his kingdom, and your good. None of us gets a pass on this. Every single person has something God has given them for the good of the church. And there, there's something about using our gifts that God's given us that we can actually be a part of, of what God is doing throughout the eons of time. This, this story that we get to be a part of started thousands of years ago. This story of a, a creator and creation and this creation that turned their back on him and, and, and how he sent his only son to, to make a way for that creation to be put back in right relationship with him. And we can look back through history and see this amazing picture unfold of, of this, this amazing creator God doing miraculous things throughout all of human history. The gifts that God has given you are meant to bring you into alignment with this amazing story throughout all of time. What an opportunity we have as, as God has gifted us and purposed us for his kingdom right here at Mission View Church. Now, that being said is this, as Mission View Church, we are here for the people that aren't here yet. We are a people that have been so deeply impact, impacted and changed by the goodness of God and grace and mercy he has shown us through his son that we are moved motivated to share that grace and mercy with everyone that we meet. 
If we were just to take a moment right now and remember that moment when God stepped into our lives, do you remember what that was like? When God took you from darkness to the light and from death to life, I was on a path destined, destined to selfishness and pride and hell. But God in his grace and mercy stepped in and he said, no, I have something better for you. Do you remember that moment? That miraculous shift of paradigm, that miraculous change of mind that that only God can do in our hearts. And he changes our very hearts. When I think about that, there there is nothing I want to do more than this. Tell you this, Jesus loves you. He loves you so much that he left heaven, he left paradise, put on flesh, became a man, lived a perfect life that we couldn't live, and then died the sinner's death that we deserved. He rose the third day, defeating death and sin for you and me, and he has something better for you. That's the good news of the gospel. When I remember the good news that God revealed to me in my life and changed me, I have to share that. It's amazing, it's life-changing. And I have to share that with everybody that I meet. We are here for the people that are not here yet. Now, it also means that Jesus gave us a job to do. We believe that the Bible is God's word for us. That it is true. Very word of God. The Bible uses words like this. That scripture is God breathed. That human hands, men pinned them. But the Holy Spirit supernaturally worked through these men. That every word that came out in those original manuscripts was very, the very word of God. That it is true. That it is power. And that it, it penetrates us in our hearts and changes our hearts. The Bible says that even dividing bone from marrow, the very core of who we are, and Jesus gave us a job to do in that truth, and he sent us out to share that truth with the world. Now, making disciples. Three steps to to making disciples. We're putting this, this idea together. Know, grow, and go. The process of making disciples. What that means is knowing God and knowing others. Growing in our relationship with Jesus and our relationship with others. And then we are going in the power of the Holy Spirit with others. Know, grow, and go. Now there's no arriving in this journey. This no grow, go. This is a, a cyclical cycle that, that we go through and continue to go through because we can never search out the depths and wonders of a creator God. And we can, we can never share the gospel with enough people until Jesus returns. We're going to continue to know God and, and grow in our relationship with Jesus and be empowered by the Spirit to do the things that he's called us to do. This no grow, and go. So who are we after? As we talk about making disciples, we talk about our purpose. Who are we after? Well, the first thing I want to say is this, is we don't determine our target audience. God does that. This is who we are, who we are already. What gifts has God given Mission View to use? Where has he placed Mission View? Right here in North Canton. Our target audience is who God has brought here and is bringing here. I call them Stark County Stan and Sally. 
These are doctors and teachers and managers and businessmen and and women and factory workers. They have two and a half kids, a dog. They listen to country and rock music. 25 years old to 45 years old with, with two or three kids, sometimes four. How do we reach them? How do we reach the people that God has called us to and is bringing to us? Well, first off, weekend services, our Sunday morning services, we prayerfully and intentionally create an atmosphere where they can experience the power and presence of God through biblical teaching, passionate worship, sacrificial service, radical generosity, extraordinary hospitality, and intentional fellowship. These are six pivotal foundational things that we work through in our church. Biblical teaching, passionate worship, sacrificial service, radical generosity, extraordinary hospitality, and intentional fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. That is, that is what we're trying to do on Sunday mornings and putting things together. Now, we have outreach events too because the church isn't a building. Did everybody hear that? The church isn't a building. Now it's great that we have a building, right? And it's going to be awesome to be able to move into this place and, and, and worship God here together and have a place that we call our own. But this is not the church. Everybody look around real quick. Look around. Go ahead. Look behind you. That's the church. We are the church. The people are the church. The church isn't a location. The church is a people. That means that when we're done here and I'm done talking and we're done singing and we're done eating ribs and cheeseburgers and we're done playing cornhole, the church actually goes out from here. And we actually become the church in North Canton and surrounding areas. We actually become the church, living church around our neighbors, our family members and coworkers. So, so we do things outside of a building. We do outdoor services like this today. We share our faith with family, friends, coworkers and neighbors. We do uh, lunches for the Hoover District building, showing God's love in practical ways, what we call servant evangelism, where we you know, go through a drive through line and we pay for the car behind us just to show them God's love in a practical way. Or maybe we go to our neighbor and give them a small gift and ask them if there's any way we can be praying for them. Servant evangelism, showing God's love in practical, tangible ways. Missions. We are Mission View Church and we are about the mission God has given us. Local missions, national, international missions, where we partner with missionaries around the world who are like-minded and are sharing the gospel in their given culture and setting. We're seeing the fruits of the investment in that kingdom work. It's amazing to get on our website and go to the missions page and just check out the 14, 15 or so missionaries that we're supporting all over the world and, and see what God is doing in and through their ministry. Mission View Church is so much bigger than a building on Maple. It is partnering with churches around Summit Church. We just had a, the uh, National uh, Prayer Walk Day yesterday, and, and we went to uh, Summit Church, and we did the two-hour prayer time, and then we went out all over the city with people from Summit Church, Mission View Church, and other churches around the area. But we partner with local churches to, to make the, the biggest impact for God's kingdom that we can possibly make. Now, how do we train and disciple them? We do that through relationship, through community groups. We call this doing life together. There's no such thing as a lone ranger in your Christian journey. God created you 
to be in relationship with other believers. If you read throughout the New Testament where the church began, there's this phrase that you'll see over and over and over again. And it's this one another. Love one another. Submit to one another. Care for one another. Challenge one another. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And it's this idea that that God created us to live in community. And there's even something beyond that. We, We serve a God that exists in a community. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three in one. Not three gods, one God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are created to live a life in community with other believers. Now, this is really good. Because what happens is we know, we know at Mission View Church that life's not always rainbows and unicorns. Sometimes it's tornadoes and pterodactyls. And in that moment, in that difficult time, when life gets really hard, every single one of us needs somebody we can talk to. Not just have a conversation with, but somebody that really knows us, that we've spent time with. Maybe we go to each other's kids' ball games or, or celebrate Thanksgiving together from time to time but somebody who really knows us. So when, when life goes, goes south, we can sit down with them and say, man, this is just not what I planned. This isn't what I was hoping for. This is really hard. So we train through relationship. And we, we train with a clear, intentional discipleship pathway that takes one, somebody from seeking God to leader in the church. A clear, intentional discipleship pathway we do this through church membership, that we gather together as, as members of one body, that we are committed to the Lord and committed to one another. But one thing I, I know about discipleship in the church is this, is that discipleship is all about on-the-job training. This is the model that Jesus gave us, and it's the model that we use. It's pretty amazing. If you look at the life of Jesus... He didn't go to the church and find the preachers and teachers and the uh, leaders of the church when he started his ministry. You would think that it would just be natural that he would go to the the tabernacle and be like, all right, give me your 12 best guys. I got to start a real ministry here. That's not what Jesus did. You know what he did? He went went to the fishermen. They're like the lowest on the totem pole. I mean, these guys, they probably had no training whatsoever. On-the-job training. Tax collectors. Fishermen. I mean, these, these are the guys that Jesus said, hey, you're going to be my right-hand guys. On-the-job training. We believe that discipleship happens in relationship, and it happens as we do the work of the church together. We give people serving opportunities that they can live out their mission that we talked about earlier. We do biblical counseling, and we, we share sermons that declare the truth of God's word, and we offer classes and Bible studies. These are all parts of our discipleship pathway. Pastor Joe has been working be- hard behind the scenes, finding and developing curriculum that will be a starting point for everyone at Mission View Church and new people coming to Mission View Church. A one-on-one journey through the truths of God's word that equips God's people for whatever specific mission God has given them. This discipleship pathway is going to be coming soon. I encourage you to look for it. Know, grow, go. All right, we talked purpose, loving God, loving others. We talked mission, making disciples. Now let's talk about vision. Now purpose and mission is really clear. Every church's purpose and mission should be exactly what we just shared because Jesus gave us our marching orders, right? The great commandment and the great commission. 
Now, here is where churches differ from one another. Now, they may have the exact same beliefs, and they may have the exact same ideas on mission and purpose, but, but vision is something that God speaks to a specific people and sets them loose to, to go and do what God has called them to do. So our vision for Mission View Church is this. First of all, vision is a preferred future based on what God has done and what God is doing. In Proverbs 16.9, the Bible says this, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Simply said, we make our plans, but God directs our steps. So anytime we talk vision, anytime we talk about three, five years down the road, we're writing in pencil. Because the only one who writes vision in pen is God. So as we've prayed about and, and, and seeked God out on what the vision for Mission View Church is, here's where we've landed. We want to be a church that plants other churches. We are a church plant from Maranatha Bible Church in Springfield, if you didn't know. Pastor Butch Persley, uh, the pastor there. Steve Marshall, the, the planting pastor of Mission View Church. Amazing man of God sent here to plant Mission View Church. We are a church plant that wants to plant churches because we know that the church is the working arm of, of God's ministry and mission here on planet earth. And it's through the church that, that God shares his word and discipleship happens and the impact that God has for his people happens right there. We know that the church is the bride of Christ, that we have been set aside to come in relationship with our Savior God, Jesus Christ. Our vision is... By the year 2021, we will be a church of probably around 700 to 900 people if we continue on the growth path that we're on. We'll be in our new building here on Maple, and we'll be training up church planters. Now, there may be church planters sitting out here in front of me right now. Maybe God's moved on your life. Maybe he's given you a gift to share the truth of God's word. Maybe there's a passion in your heart to see people's lives changed by the gospel. Are you one of our first church planters sitting here today? Five years from now, by, I think it's 2023 is where we're at here. By 2023, we will be a church of around probably 1,200 to 1,400 people and have planted two churches. We want to plant two churches. Now, as we talk vision and we throw numbers out like this, we, I want to just share with you, the elders and I have talked about this a lot. We don't want to be some big, massive megachurch. If we did, we would not have bought this building. This building is limited in size. We want to be a church large enough to have global impact, but a church small enough to be a family. We purposefully are planning our future based around those two things, global impact and a family-based church. So we're not about gathering as hundreds of thousands of people in one building and calling ourselves a megachurch. We are about caring for the souls of the people that God has called to us and making a global impact, sharing the gospel and good news of Jesus Christ. So as we talk about numbers, it's not about all these numbers. It's about doing the best that we can with what God has given us for his glory and for his kingdom. Ten years from now, We'll probably be a church still around that 1,200 to 1,400 number because that's what this building is going to suffice for. But we will have planted 8 to 12 churches locally, regionally, and around the world, God willing. 
That's the vision that God has placed in our hearts. Now we talk about these things and we throw them out there and it's just like, that sounds crazy. You know, our vision is to reach 200,000 people with the gospel, the good news of Jesus and the love of God. That just sounds crazy. But let me tell you, that's not some arbitrary number that we just pulled out of the sky. As we look at the, the, the research that's been done in Stark County and the surrounding municipalities, we know that there's 200,000 people right here, our neighbors and friends, that claim no spiritual affiliation whatsoever. You know, two years when I was, three years or two and a half years ago when I was praying about moving here, that was some of the research I did. And I thought to myself, what a great opportunity for the gospel. 200,000 people we can reach that God wants us to reach. Now, why would we do this? Why? Why, why would I stand up here and, you know, my heart racing, passionate about this? It's because God saved us. It's because God saved me. I shared it already. But he changes destinies. We serve a creator God that changes destinies. And he's calling us to be a people that go out and share, change destiny with people who are looking for something or someone to change their destiny. They're desperate for it. They need it. And we have it. So we're not going to move into a building and hide away. We're going to be a people that declare the good news of Jesus Christ to a people that are lost and longing for it. So why are we living out our purpose? Why are we living out a mission? Why are we living towards this vision and doing something audacious? It's because God saved us and he's called us to it. Are you excited about that church? Yeah. Swinson's just pulled in, so I better close this sermon out. Amen. Was that my wife? Yeah. Purpose, love God, love others. Mission, make disciples. There's a lot to these short statements. Vision, reach 200,000 people with the good news of Jesus and the love of God. I talked about how we're going to do that. I'm so excited about our future mission view. God has amazing things in store. As we've talked about big numbers and audacious goals, I want you to know this. When I'm done in ministry, at that day where God calls me to step away, I hope you're with me on this. I don't want to stand there and look back at the past 25 years, Lord willing, and say, wow, Matt, good job. I'm really glad you put your nose to the grindstone and made it happen. That would be the greatest failure of my life and it would be a life wasted. I want in that moment, and I want you in that moment to stand there and look back at our 25 years or wherever God has us handed off to the next generation and say, only God could have done that. Only, only an amazing, gracious, merciful God could have done a work like that through a small, loving group of people that just love Jesus and love North Canton. That's who we are, Mission View Church. That's who God called us to be, and that's where we're going. By the grace and mercy of God, our plans in pencil, his plans in pen. Amen? Let's pray. I'm going to pray over lunch, and as soon as I'm done praying, you'll be dismissed for lunch. You can buy some 
some ribs or cheeseburgers or you fire up your grill and we'll hang out, play some games and have a great time. And about 45 minutes or so after we dismiss here, the band's going to come back up and we're going to rock out and worship some more and eat food and just enjoy each other's company. So let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that we've had here today. God, we thank you for these big, audacious goals that you've set in front of us. We recognize that we can't do it, but we recognize it's not about us. It's about you, Jesus, and you can do anything you want. So we surrender our plans. We surrender our mission. We surrender our purpose. We surrender our vision to you, and we say, God, have your way. We are a willing, humble, surrendered, submissive people to a gracious, merciful, and all-powerful God. So come have your way in Mission View Church. We pray for this building here behind me. God, that it would be used as a tool for your glory and kingdom. We pray that you would use it, that we would gather together and your truth would be shared. Use it to grow your kingdom. We offer up this time to you as we... As we eat this food, Father, I pray you bless it to nourish our bodies, to strengthen us to the work that you've called us to. Bless our time of fellowship. Keep us safe and guard us with your love. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, Mission View. Enjoy lunch together. And we're going to be doing tours through the building as well. So feel free to come up and do that anytime you like. Have a great afternoon.